Welcome to Make Money Count. Today, Marcus and I are going to have a really quick conversation about the economy and exactly what's going on. Kind of like an emergency press conference. Oh. And I, Exactly. And I'll start by saying that I, like many other people around the world who hold stocks, lost some money yesterday. Lost a bit of money. Well, more than I would like. So you, like many other people that have stocks, are you hold stocks right now where the S&P is at 5,000. Right double from where it was when the kind of pandemic first hit. Yeah. Um, you own stocks at a point where their valuations are historically extremely high. And um, maybe you should take a little bit off the table. Listen, uh, there is more downside risk in the market right now than upside risk. Right. And the reason for that is that the projections that are inherent in the valuations of assets are that we are going to have a soft landing and that interest rates are going to come down fast and furious. Okay. We started talking about this in our show that we did at the end of 2023, where I said that although rates are going to come down in 2024, they're not going to come down as quickly as everyone thinks. They're not coming down in March. Right. Okay. It's most likely we're going to see June that the rates come down. We've been saying that now for quite some time, mm -hmm. but the market gets ahead of itself. You have to understand like stock markets. I forget what book it was. I read a book a long time ago, like when I was in university and it said like, you have to think that the stock market is like this uh, bipolar individual that is always overly optimistic. Right. So the stock market is going to price in more optimism than what will actually occur. It right. will always look to favor optimism. And in this case, that optimism was lower inflation readings leading to more rapid decline in the federal funds rate, leading to a more rapid decline in borrowing costs and a soft landing for the economy. Now, this isn't to say that we're not going to have a soft landing in our economy. This is to say that interest rates are not going to drop as quickly as what the market previously believed. And now the market needs to readjust for that. Right. And the same way that the market needs to readjust for that, you as a homeowner need to understand how that's going to impact you. You are going to see over the next two weeks, fixed rates are going to go up. Mm -hmm. Bond yield already started going up. Mm -hmm. Fixed rates are already going up. Yeah. We look at the CDOR, the TMX CDOR market predictions. You will see that we are now far more in the camp of a June 25 basis point rate drop than a March drop. Like there was a point where it was like a 100% certainty that rates were going to drop in March. Right. It's not happening. And even so with news like this, it will reduce even the probability of a June drop. Interest rates are going to come down in 2024, but the variables that affect that are going to change when they come down. Right. And you just saw one variable, right? You just saw yesterday the United States released their inflation data. That inflation data was hotter than expected and the market recalibrated. Mm -hmm. And it's real time. It all happens in real time. So it immediately recalibrated. It said, oh, geez, uh, we didn't do this right. We got to go back and redo our models because interest rates are going to be a little higher for a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. Now, that's not to say that the new model is correct. 
Right. Between now and the end of 2024, those models are going to be constantly changing. And again, they're going to be constantly skewed to optimistic. So the optimism in the United States actually translates into lower mortgage rates in Canada. Think about this. If you are in the United States Mm -hmm. and you are optimistic that inflation is coming down and that the economy will be okay, that means that you're pricing in lower and lower bond yields, right? Right. Because the price of a bond will be increasing. Right. Right. Increasing bond prices, reduce, reducing bond yields. And that will translate into the Canadian market just as easily as it does in the American market into reduced mortgage rates. The problem becomes every time we have one of these resets where the Federal Reserve or the Bank of Canada comes out and says something that the market doesn't like or a data point comes out that the market doesn't like or contradicts the direction that the market thought things were heading, bond yields have to recalibrate. Right. Right. Investors say, oops, we made a mistake. Bond prices drop, bond yields increase, stock prices drop, recalibrates. Right. Immediately translates into a change in fixed rates. What we really care about right now is that the Federal Reserve and the central bank in Canada, Bank of Canada, reduce the overnight rate, which will reduce, which will reduce the prime rate mm-hmm. by 25, 50, 75 basis points, maybe 1% by the end of 2024. Don't think we're going to see much more than that. Right. Very interesting. And then what about quantitative easing, quantitative tightening? Like what's happening there? <laughs> That's a good question. I know. <laughs> okay. So uh, in concert with the effect on interest rates. So the Bank of Canada controls the overnight rate, Mm -hmm. tiked it up to, you know, it's like 500 basis points, Mm -hmm. 5%. It also controls money supply that belongs to the Bank of Canada. And it can ease, which means release more of that capital into the market to provide the capital that the market needs, the liquidity that the market needs, Mm -hmm. or it can tighten it. So when the economy isn't doing well, Mm-hmm. and there isn't inflation, the Bank of Canada releases capital into the system to create liquidity, mm-hmm. to buy government bonds. I mean, they'll go so far as to buy corporate bonds in really bad situations, right? But they, what the goal is, is to maintain the efficient working of the capital markets mm-hmm. so that there's money there to transact and that the prices of those bonds maintain themselves and they're that they're liquid mostly. So since the rate tightening cycle started that, that we've been on, mm-hmm. they've been doing it in concert with quantitative tightening so that they've been pulling some of that capital back. So when the bonds mature that they have purchased on their balance sheet, so the Bank of Canada goes out there, they're a market participant, they're buying bonds. Well, when those bonds mature, the Bank of Canada doesn't take the money and buy new bonds. They sit on it. They bring it back onto their balance sheet. They hold it as cash. They pull it out of the marketplace, reducing the liquidity in the marketplace, but kind of as a tool to like let the marketplace stand on its own. Mm-hmm. So we are seeing quantitative tightening. We've been seeing it happen well into well, throughout 2023 
throughout 2022. But now it looks as though that quantitative tightening is almost done. So, and again, also kind of Q2, Q3 of 2024 will likely see the end of quantitative tightening. Right. It's a good thing for the economy. It also means that the Bank of Canada kind of has dry powder if they need to ease again or tighten again, right? Right, like they have ammo. Yeah, there's ammo. And the same thing with interest rates, right? Like you jack up interest rates, 500 basis points, that provides you with ammo to re-release that stimulus into the economy. Right. Right. So uh, the issue now is just the timing. Right. So again, I, I'm going to, I'm not going to react to what we saw out of the States with the inflation numbers. I'm not going to react to the spike in bond yields. I'm going to say that I still think that we're looking at a June 25 basis point drop, but I will also say that it is very conditional upon the state of the employment market in Canada, what consumer spending looks like, like the economy needs to appear as though it is feeling some pain in order for rates to drop. And if consumers go back to being overly cautious and over, sorry, if consumers go back to being overly optimistic, that's going to be a problem for the Bank of Canada, who clearly wants to start dropping rates. I could, <clears throat> that's interesting because I could definitely see. You know, as soon as any sort of rate drop happens, a total frenzy and, you know, people were going back to normal and that's just not going to be good for the economy in any way. Yeah. You know who else is afraid of that? Everybody? Well, the Bank of Canada. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. So the same thing that you're thinking about, the Bank of Canada is afraid of. Yeah. In January, we saw a massive uptick in home sales. Right. And prices. Mm -hmm. And that's just on the expectation that rates are coming down. Yeah. Crazy. So it's too, like, there are too many people out there beating the drum that rates are coming down. Right. And that is going to be a problem. We just beat that drum. No, listen, they're going to come down. Right. But the amount that they come down right. is conditional upon the state of the economy. Right. When and how they come down, when and how much is conditional upon where the economy sits. Right. The longer the economy get stimulated, like we used to talk about this thing called Fed speak, right? Alan Greenspan would come out and he would say some like mumbled, jumbled garbage and the markets would move as they would try to anticipate and interpret what he was saying. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's also the reaction, right? So the way the, the interpretation of what the Bank of Canada says hits the marketplace, right? So if the Bank of Canada says something and all of the economists and all of the pundits that absorb that information release it out into the media as in certainty rates are dropping and then the market, the consumer absorbs that information and it gives them more confidence to reenter the market, mm. well, then it counteracts what the bank is trying to do. Right. Right. So I guess clarity in statement, I guarantee you the next time the Bank of Canada comes out, March 6th, the next time the Bank of Canada meets, mm -hmm. I guarantee you what we're going to see from them is more kind of stern verbiage as to there's still work to be done on inflation. Rates need to stay where they are for now. We're monitoring things closely. 
March 6th isn't going to be the Bank of Canada coming out saying like we're dropping rates yeah. or rates rate drops are around the corner because that will again accomplish the opposite of what they want. Mm-hmm. Right? They're going to come out, they're going to talk stern about inflation and they're going to state that they're not sure about when rates are coming down. They do know that rates are coming down, but they're still not sure and we're in a pause cuz interest rates need to have time to do their work. Right. As soon as that happens, bond yields will continue to go up. Right. Right. People are going to say, oh, no, the Bank of Canada is going to sit on the bench for a while. At that point, and then going forward, you'll start seeing bond yields dropping. And then we'll see the Bank of Canada come back to the table maybe a couple months later and give us our first rate cut. But don't act on that. Don't go out there and buy a house just because rates are going to come down. Continue to buy groceries. Yeah. Don't go for dinner. Okay. All right. This has been a lot of fun. If you have any questions, don't forget to drop a comment below. We'd love to hear um, some topics that you want us to chat about. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. And don't forget to make your money count.